Okay, 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 okay. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Let's get it done, let's get it done. Episode three. We are getting started in five, four, three, two, one. Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up? I am back, I am back. It's your big bro, live and in effect. Welcome to the James Foreman Graffiti Podcast, episode three. Man, it is good to be back. It's been a long time. I'm sorry. Since episode two, I have been busy. I've been meaning to check in with you all. I really do miss the the feedback from the supporters I have of going and doing this podcast. I had some technical difficulties, which caused me to be gone for a while. Man, my computer crashed on me. Had to send it back to HP. They had to fix it. They had to basically do their job because I paid for this product. And, yo, they got me right, though. So I'm back on track. My programs were all good. My hard drive was good. So thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. The James Farming Graffiti Podcast, Episode 3. You know what? I'm going to title this, Y'all Good? With a question mark after good because... After the year ended last year and we got a new president, we have, you know, the Rona still going around. So I just wanted to check in with you all and see if you all are still focusing on your goals. It is now the end of February. So hopefully we're all deep, deep, deep into our goals. We've all been paying attention. We've all been focused. We've all been doing what we have to do out here because, yo, man, it's crazy. So. A quick, quick catch up about about what's going on with me since the end of last year. Man, I've been just really grinding towards my goals. I Financially, I'm great. I'm good. I got a new car. You know, you all, you know, I got to do, I got to do, do my thing on that. I like to stunt. Got a new coupe, a new challenger. So I'm doing me in, in that regard. I, um, I've been... Focusing more on positive energy, man, because I got back deep into my prayer and meditation every day, deep into my spirituality. I, and ever since then, I'm telling you all, it's golden, man. It works because I get, I'll just be chilling and I'll be getting good fortune from strangers. I'll be just in my car checking my mail, you know, and I'll be getting checks from my old dealership checks from my old uh, car insurance agencies, just, just just stuff that I would have never thought is just happening for me because I've, I've changed my mentality. I've been working towards my fitness, towards just a lot of stuff that we as as people just have to pay attention to because if you if you're not alert to what's going on in your body and your spirituality, the rest of the world will always, always, always not be in sync with what you want to do and what you want to accomplish. So big ups to big ups to the man upstairs for taking care of me because yo I've had friends come, I've had friends go. Relationships have ended, interactions have ended, whatever you want to call it. So I've just been doing great. 
focusing on myself and focusing on my daughter. Speaking of spirituality and my daughter, my baby girl got baptized. I was proud uh, to see that. She made the decision herself. I'm glad she did that because when I was her age, yo, man, I always felt God was with me, but I wasn't comfortable enough in my own skin to actually go and get baptized in front of people and proclaiming like that. And she actually, and, see, and seeing that, man, and talking to her about it afterwards, we went out to eat and I asked her if she, if she felt any different. And she said, Daddy, I feel different. I just, I feel good. And I was like, you know what? That is awesome, 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 because thank you to her mom for enforcing that. And also, we work well together in raising her. Uh, so, yeah, and she inspired me as well. So I spoke to my mom about it, and one day this year, I do plan on getting baptized. I do want to, not only did I rededicate myself to God and my spirituality, Larry, but I also... I want. I wanted to just be able to say in front of just people what you believe because I'm a private person. I put a little out there that's real. You know, social media. I might post something that's, you know, I might put a little bit of buzz out there to, for likes or just for just for laughs or something like that. But as far as that, I've always kept that to myself. But now I'm definitely ready to just start start just branching out and reaching out to people because in my life I always encounter people who tell me they just tell me their life story and I'll just give them some type of spiritual leadership or some type of insight and they say man you are wise beyond your years and I was I've always remembered that so it's time to really just start focusing in on that and being and taking it for real because you don't want to play with people you know you don't want to be a manipulator or somebody who pretends to be a person who is spiritually led, spiritually led but you're out here really just faking the funk so i really do i really did want to actually live it so now that i'm making that proclamation i'm ready to just hey let's do it i'm open for any interpretation any discussion any yo whatever we want to anybody want to call in or or talk about something i'm all for it oh while i'm midway yo hit that subscribe button I love y'all. Thank you all for the views I've gotten so far, but I want you to do me a favor and subscribe. Hit that bell. Show me some love. I appreciate you for doing so. Uh, but yeah, man, I've just been, uh, I made New Year's resolutions about I want to make six figures this year. I'm definitely on the road to that. Man, I have retake. I have taken my education seriously again. I'm gonna be using that to not only make me more money, but me be more involved in my community. Um, I'm just ready, man, to just be, just be everything. I wanna be the best version of myself. And I definitely know I can do that this year when I focus my mind, as well as all of my abilities. And listen to, hey, listen to the man upstairs. Uh man, I still I went back working on my novel, all my writing. I'm back entering the the short story competitions and still going to the conferences and doing what I have to do in that. I want I want definitely want that to take off one day because I have a lot. I have I have a lot of books. I have a lot of things that I have read and written uh, and wrote. <laughs> I have stacks of unfinished projects procrastination and not being focused 
and not having discipline. And that's my fault because it's ideas that I've had for 10 years I've wrote down and I haven't finished them yet. So I really do need to start focusing myself on that. You all, you know, I appreciate the kind words for those of you who help, who, who, who send me, in, in, who inbox me on social media and who just tell me when you see me out and about to keep working. Uh, I'm definitely doing my thing on that. But uh, yeah, man, other than that, what we have, we had a, oh, yeah, Tom Brady just won his number seven, his seven Super Bowl ring. Man, quick, quick story about that. After he won, you know, hot topics when you be on YouTube, you'll always be just scrolling around and you'll see a video suggestion or something like that. So I'm scrolling through and I, I come across this old documentary, maybe 10 years old, after Tom Brady had won his first three rings. And he was, you know, just talking about it was it was a documentary about all the quarterbacks who were taken before him. And it talked about how most of them didn't go on to accomplish nowhere near the amount of didn't have nowhere near the amount of success that he did. They didn't they didn't pan out the way he did, you know, and they all were taken before him. And he was telling a story about draft night, about how he was with his parents and it was going to the fourth, fifth and sixth round. And he just got anxiety and he just felt like he would never be able to go to the, to the NFL and live out his dream and and accomplish his goals of being a, a professional quarterback, a starting quarterback. So he he he, he was undrafted at, at the time. The draft is still going on that night. And he just says, man, you know what? I can't watch it. So he goes outside and his parents are like, hey, Tom went outside. He's stressing. So his mom and dad went out and they um, – went out there with him and what's crazy is while he was out there he was walking around his neighborhood he was crying he was like you know i might not get drafted i might not get my shot nobody believes in me and while tom is telling the story in the documentary he starts to cry and he gets this look of of, of, of anger of fear and i'm like to be a at, at this point, Tom has been to like uh, maybe maybe four or five Super Bowls at this time, and to be this successful, to be to be this rich, to have you know this great wife he has, his great family, excuse me, all this money, and for him to still feel that all those years later that it'll make him wanna just kind of break down in front of the camera like that, I thought that you know what, this is what drives great people. That feeling of being slighted, that fear of you may not get back, that fear of I may not ever get there ever. So he t he took that and he ran with it, and it, it still affects him to this day. And that just shows you what drives great people. You know, you have to have that, like I mentioned before a few a few minutes ago, that discipline and that and that tenacity to want to want to always just. Just do what you gotta do to get the job done and be at your best, be the best version of yourself. You, and I was just lit, watching about his, his his diet and his exercise regimen and how he lives his lifestyle, and it was really impressive. And you know, and after after winning the Super Bowl and he was just it was so normal for him to be in that spotlight and that spotlight of greatness. I feel like that's something we can all we can all go for. And we can all attain, you know, because, well, maybe not, we can't attain it at that level, but we can definitely get to the best version of ourselves. We'll never, we won't, there'll never be another Tom Brady, but there can be another 
you know, at a lower at a lower level, another you. You might can inspire somebody by just achieving your goals and accomplishing your dreams. It's it's all it's all circular, man. It can all come back around. But yeah, man. Uh, other than that, I want to. But the main one topic I definitely want to touch on today is this whole Lori Harvey, Michael B situation. Cause man, I get it. It's a lot of weirdness in the in our in our community about dating about. You know, relationships about so-called simping about you know dudes who are, and it's all. Let me take a second. I think it's all being backed by this fake. It may may know it might be real, but by this whole gender war, men and women are at odds with each other. We are not understanding each other anymore. And we need to really come to come 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 to terms with the fact that men and women are different, and we need to try to understand each other. But I definitely have some insight on how I feel the men are reacting to this because women see it as oh men are hating on uh, Michael B because his girl you know has dated a lot of dudes or you know what men are hating on Russell Wilson because. Sierra has a has a kid by future and I think that the main reason is because men Okay, let's take a step back. Let's look at Steph Curry and Aisha Curry. When 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 we elevated Steph as the guy, you know, great family, spiritual man, and his wife started talking about how she wanted the attention and all that that he gets and it's men Elevate other men so much that we want their partners to be that as well. So men were angry. We we were like, oh man, Aisha's not getting attention because men actually respect Steph Curry. The fact that men actually respect your husband enough to not step to you should be a good thing, right? That's how men are looking at it. But women are looking at it like, oh, she should be in the spotlight too and you know that's not always the case sometimes your spouse has to take the back seat and that's cool but that's part of a smaller point i'm, not, I'm going to then we then we jump to sierra and uh russell once again men have elevated another man to a status where we feel like we get the right to choose who his spouse is because he's just so great but we have to understand that that's that that's that man's wife. Mind your business. If he wants to take care, if she had three or four kids, that's on them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We gotta let them live their life. You gotta worry about what you got going. And then we hop to Michael B. and Lori. You know what I'm saying? And we have to once again, men elevate other men so much. Men putting men on pedestals that we we feel like we have the strange right to choose a person's spouse and who they should be spending their time with and be public with. And it's crazy. But it just goes to show you how one the one good thing about it is that men are choosing to respect the status of other black men. It may be a little bit misguided on how we were how we're choosing to look at their partners, but at least we are saying that we can see a black man be held at a standard. The standard is ridiculous, but it's still 
a small, small, small win for the black for for you know men to see. Man, look, you're the guy. We want to see you at your best. So, ladies, forgive us if we're just not mature enough and we're just being stupid, thinking we can actually try to make a have have an opinion about who people choose to love. But know that we do it because we. And, and, and inside of men, we don't want to feel like, oh, man, if Russell and Steph and Michael B. got to gotta, 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 gotta deal with women who dealt with scumbags or who, who want to be attention seekers or who, want, who don't appreciate the level, do, we, do, it, do, it, do, do any men have a chance? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do can any man just be like, oh, man, this is my girl. She haven't been out here thotting it up. You know what I'm saying? Yo, she she chose me first. It's, it's ego. Men are, are egocentric. And it's hard for our egos to accept that a lesser man had, that, had this much of you before you got to me. And it's something that, it's a conversation that needs to be had. I would like to get... A couple of women on on here, so we could talk about this because we see this a lot now. Men calling other men simp, saying other men are betas because of what we feel they're doing out here. But but we have to understand that yo, every man not don't not is just he's not gonna want the same thing because and stop calling it settling. People are just getting what they want. So this whole set of stuff we gotta knock that off because yo. <laughs> you got one life to live I mean, You gotta love who you love But yeah man <sighs> That's what it is You know people gonna People gonna people So all these celebrity relationships Anyway we should focus on what we have going But it does make for interesting conversation It does make for Some good topics for a podcast like mine Thank you all for listening To episode 3 of the James Foreman Graffiti Podcast it's your big bro. It's the oh man. I'm just trying to be the guy, man. I'm trying to be the best version of myself. So I got have I definitely have more content coming. I have a lot of things I'm going to be getting into. I'm going to be coming. Into, hopefully, I can make a weekly episode. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's my main goal to be more consistent. So I apologize for that. But you know, until next time. I'll see you all in episode four. Thank you for tuning in. Once again, it's your big bro, and I'm signing off. Y'all be cool.